Let's do one, two, three, four, five, and then clap on six, okay? But you got to do the ands. One and two and three and four, that? Yes. And then we'll clap five and and clap on six? Yep. Okay, here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. One and two and three and four and five and... Oh, I forgot to clap. God damn it, really? Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider... And your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. Welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay, I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay. Somewhere out there, all of you listening are, it's one or the other. You're either okay or you're not okay, or you're somewhere in between. I guess that's not one or the other, is it? No, it's not, unfortunately. But, in fact, it's not only is it not one or the other, it's every realm of possible middle. So, yeah, just want to say hi to everybody. Everyone's out there, they're either doing okay or they're not okay, or they're somewhere in between. And I resonate with that. Uh, we went and saw Dave Chappelle last night in old Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, wow. Pretty good. Pretty good stuff. How are you? What are you doing? Are you here with me? Are we doing this? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Well, what's up? What's going on with I'm you? I'm 100%. I'm in, the, I'm in the house, as they say. In the, it's in the house. Are we in the house? Use the D. No, you're in the house. Come on, dude. I need to get my, I need to get it together because I don't even yeah. know all the nomenclature of the current, you know, the kids of today. In the house? Is that how you say it? Well, I don't even know if it's kids today because I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing what I always do, which I'm only referencing cultural nomenclature from when I was 13, which is when the 90s. And in the 90s, they, if you were saying I'm in the house, you were announcing you were arrived at the party, you would right. say I'm in the house. I'm in the house. In the house. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. D-A. Okay. Not far, from, not far from your German heritage. No, that's pretty close. In Das Hausen. Yeah, in Germany, the way the the rap kids say it is und the house. They do, when they want to say that the house is cool, they say das house is cool. It's tall. Das house is very cool. In das house. They were in a house that wasn't super cool. They said das house is nicht cool. Nicht toll. Das ist nicht so gut, das Haus. I'll tell you what was really good was our last episode, and we've got some uh, comments about it. One from my wife. Oh, nice. Let's hear it. My, my wife wrote into the show, if you can believe it. The subject matter, subject of the email, yeah. fecal materials. Okay. And she has the, my lovely wife has this, she says, I can't believe I just listened to an entire conversation about mitigating poop molecules by hiding toothbrushes and water bottles and shit and washing hands never once came up. See, she heard me talking about it. Now she's mad at me. This is a revenge email. Mm. Uh, she says, most men don't even wash their hands with soap after using the bathroom and they aren't washing their hands after they masturbate either. And you can smell their dirty, sweaty penis all over their hand. Ooh. The last thing you need to worry about is poop molecules on your toothbrush. You should worry about the poop molecules and scrotum flakes every time a man hands you something. Yes. Now, see, that sounds more realistic to me. I feel like that sounds real. The other, the poop floating through the air. Mm-mm. Well, listen, what the, the poop flowing in the air is real. And what I reject about all of this is this idea that you can't be concerned about more than one thing. She's saying, uh, uh, molecules, what about, and then it's, a, it's, a, it's the what about-ism. What about this? Well, yeah. okay, those are also problems. Can I, just, can I just have some control over my little corner of the world? 
it, it, I have to do, it's all or nothing. I have to care about everything to care about the thing I care about. I reject it. No. But she does bring up a great point, though, because um, I've quit shaking men's hands. I don't know if you've noticed this about me, Bob. I'll do the fist bump, or I'll even prefer a side hug, because she is exactly right. Every man is scratching their dick and their balls and jerking off every day. Right. And I can't believe they're all washing their hands. So I don't want to touch a lot of dudes' hands. I totally get it. How do you feel about that? Where do you stand on men's hands? Um, If I'm around college or college-age kids or if I'm around men between the ages of 16 and 20, I'm just assuming that their hand has been jacking off within 30 minutes of me meeting them. So yeah, around them, I'm aware of it. It doesn't stop me from shaking somebody's hand. Now, if I shake somebody's hand and it's gooey with semen, right. I'm not going to be crazy about that. Right. But, I mean, I'm pretty good about wiping. Now, here's what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to finger a man's butthole. That's where I draw the line. Like, if a man comes up to me and he offers me his open, gaping butt, and it's like, help yourself to some of this, I'm going to be like, mm, that's where I draw the line, sir. Are you going to politely decline? I'm going to say, that's where I draw the line, young sir. Right. Because I'm not put, into that. Put that butthole away before you hurt someone. I mean, you do what you want with that butthole, but I'm count me out of your big butthole plans for for right now and for the rest of the day. But you know, that's me. To each his own. I don't care what people do. Do I look like I care? No, you don't look like you care. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude. Speaking, speaking the, days, of- the days of caring. For a while, I could see him in the rear view. I could see him in the rear view for a while. I was like, oh, look in the rear view. Those are the days of caring. Oh, they seem to be getting farther and farther away. Now I look in the rear view. Guess what I see? No days of caring anymore. Tumbleweeds. The tumbleweeds of dis- depression. There's the mountains of despair. But the days of caring, There, there's a... The horizon, I think, is 24 miles, unless you're a flat earther. I'm not. So I believe in the rotation of the earth. So at 24 miles, I'm assuming that the earth is curved now, and I can't see. But the days of carrying are. Could you make a U-turn and go back to them? I don't know what you're driving, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're driving, but I'm driving this thing called Life. Well, first and of it all, only go, it only go one direct. First of all, I'm driving and crying. That's for sure. And not <laughs> the music. And second of all, it's like one of those <laughs> Flintstone cars. How about calling your band driving and crying? Dude, brutal. What should we call the band? Well, we could call ourselves the badass motherfuckers who just want to fucking pound some pussy. Hmm, that's a good one. What else you got? Driving and crying. <laughs> here, here. <laughs> That's what. That's the one I. Let's take a I, vote. I like that one, sir. My would, vote is for that one. Would you rather be in a band called Driving and Crying or a band called Dream Theater? Driving and crying, <laughs> but that's like saying, would you rather have your dick lopped off 
or your nuts bladed in half. Mm. And I'd be like, well, blade my nuts in half, I guess, because I need this dick. Wow. But I'm not happy about either. No. Both horrible uh, <laughs> options. I feel bad for the IOK listener who's a fan, but also in the band Dream Theater. Don't, I feel bad for them. I don't think they're listening to us. I got into an argument with a drummer. I've already talked about it. Look, let's thank people who are fans of the show. A couple of patrons. Chris Simeon became a patron. Thank you, Chris. Oh, hey. What's up, Chris Simeon? It's Chris with a K, which I'm assuming means it's a female. Um, oh. Also, Trevor Overlay, and that's Tra- or Travis Overlay, and that's Travis with a T, so I'm assuming he's also a female. Um, we also got a few more emails. Here's an interesting email. This is from Jed Moffat, and the subject is watching movies alone, which I did just last night. Hey, Bob and Clint, you guys watch a stunning amount of shows, especially given how prolific you are at producing your own content. One of the things I notice is I, as I become older is that I can't watch shows and movies by myself anymore. After I'm done, I feel like I've fallen through a hole in time and become unreal. Like, where was I? What did I just do? And worse yet, who the fuck am I? It's fun to watch TV with my girlfriend because there's another person there who's having the same experience. It sort of makes it feel more real. What gives? This is Jed. Have you ever had that feeling? Jed, people pay good money for that feeling that you're describing. <laughs> they sure Keep do. watching movies alone, dude. You're saving yourself hundreds of dollars and thousands of dollars in rehab. Because most people that take those drugs to have those feelings that you're feeling eventually have to get off of them. And lots of times, what's that called? Clint, you're smarter than me. What's that called when you become dependent physically on drugs? Addiction? Let's use that word for now. Let's use that as a placeholder word. Yeah. Anyways. When you so, go a, jun- a junkie? Here's what I have to say. What's the person's name again? Uh, Jed Moffat. <laughs> I like the fact. That- <laughs> I like the fact that neither of us knew, but you have the name in front of you, so you could refer to it. I had to pull the email back up. Oh, but I like the fact that both you and I immediately jettisoned the name Jed, even though I know Jed Moffat because I know him from the live stream. I've oh. watched that name a thousand times, but. Here's the thing. I just watched Memento last night. How do you feel about that movie, Memento? I liked it a lot when I was young. That's a pretty good way to sum it up. It blew my mind when I was young. I watched it again, and I'm going to have to give that movie a D for dumb, dude. Exactly. It's a movie that like it's a movie that people who are like in high school think are smart. Yeah, it's a movie that like when it came out, if you watch it once, you're like, "Okay, yeah, but don't watch it again 20 years later like I just did last night. Because the twist is so shocking that you can never... It's a movie that only works once, and you have to not know what it's about. Yeah, even though I didn't consciously remember what happened in the movie, subconsciously I'd figured it out because subconsciously yeah. all the information was there. And it's early Christopher Nolan. Very few people come out of the gate fully formed, you know? I'll tell you what I did like about that movie was Guy Pierce. Is that his name? The main guy, I think, I believe it is. He's a great actor, and he's an Australian, but he had an American accent, and you would never know that he wasn't American. Anyways, I guess what I'm saying, that had something to do with Jed Moffat, which, whose name now I'll never forget, as long as I live. I'll know the name Jed Moffat on my deathbed. Well, Jed just described that watching a movie alone makes him feel like he fell through a hole in time and becomes unreal, and you're saying, hold on to that feeling. <laughs> yeah, hold on to that feeling, because... That's probably more real than, you know, 
I would also all say other, all the other feelings. Yeah, I agree. I would also say be investigative about that. About that, lean into it. Maybe figure out what's going on there. That's what I, that guy said when he offered me his butthole. Right, and, and I said you, again, I said no, sir, no kind, kind sir, as you were, kind sir, as you were with your butthole. But thanks, but no thanks. Let's talk about my annoyance with the British. Oh, now we're talking, dude. Because I have some stuff. I have some stuff about the British I want to get into too. But let's go with your first. I've never been more just sort of annoyed by the British, and I have more mm. British friends than I've ever had. I yeah, go, yeah. I go to you know England and the UK more than I ever have. I think that's why yeah, it's, yeah. it's yeah, ramping yeah, up. I can't understand anything they say. Uh, they're arrogant as fuck. They think they invented everything, and they think that we think their accents are like. I'll give you an example. Like last night at Chappelle show. There was part of me was bummed to go because it was a big arena show, twenty thousand, you know, Dave Chappelle, biggest comedian in the world, and then all the standing in lines and all the being around dumbass people. I cannot fucking stand it. There were so many drunk idiots there. These two people next to me the whole time, black couple, talked the whole time. You think any of us white Dave Chappelle fans were like, "Hey, shh, no," they just talked the whole time. I'm like, "What are you doing? There's a living legend up here. Shut the fuck up." Did I say that though? No. Anyway, this chick kept, you know, every time someone has to pee, everyone has to stand up. Right. Right. Now, was I drinking beer? Yeah. Wait, was this in England or was this last night in Nashville? It's last night in Nashville, but this chick that kept coming by because she has a little bitty, bitty bladder, British chick. Oh, I'm sorry, okay. excuse me. And and then she talked a lot because, and I could, t- I was like, I know what you're doing. You think I care that you're British. Because it, it wasn't like, hey, sorry, excuse me. Pardon me. Yes, so sorry. Was she, so, so sorry. was she a so black, sorry. black British? No, to the left of me was a black couple. They okay. talked the whole time. Okay. I hate them. Right. Because they talked during Dave Chappelle. To the right of me were these two British chicks who kept getting up to pee. And then every time they got up to pee, I had to stand up. And then they kept saying, oh, terribly sorry. 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 Yes. I, I don't know. I'm like, I don't, you don't have to talk to me. Just move past. I get it. I don't care that you're British. So you think they were saying, excuse me, sorry, so that you would hear that they were British and then yes. somehow yeah. feel honored that a Briton was in Nashville and you were there exactly. in the same space with them. And somehow that would make the uh, uh, the moment important for you as an American. Or they, they were just peacocking just so that I would think it was interesting or cool or exotic because like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, and then I so badly want to be like, I don't care. You know what I care more about? You controlling your liquid intake because you can't yeah. handle it. Eat some saltines. Or quit drinking beer, you drunk assholes. Yeah, or pee into a cup. Well, because they'd come back with another White Claw. I'm uh, like, dude. That White Claw, that makes the urine go through faster. Let me tell you what daddy, and daddy's me. Yeah. Thanks, daddy. I bought two big, big boy premium cans of alcohol. Oh, yeah. Because I want, because I want, and I sat through three openers. Yeah. And Dave Chappelle. Made zero PP. Yeah, uh, sorry, because you're a big me, boy and and you yes. and you know how to behave in a public space, which is, I don't care if I have to pee, I'll pee through my skin, slowly, <laughs> like over the course of two hours, and have it wick dry. And then there were the super drunk guys behind us Ugh. who do the thing where they like they believe everything, like every setup the comedian does, they believe it's true. Like, oh no. Dave Chappelle was like, you know, I've got a lot of side projects. I've been working on a book. And these guys, these guys start clapping. About time you wrote a book, Dave. 
I'm like, he didn't really, he's not really writing a book. He's about to tell a joke. That sounded like somebody from Nashville. Yeah. Oh yeah. This was a drunk, just drunk redneck. And then like, it, he just, his internal monologue about the jokes happening, mm-hmm. he just said out loud, oh, wow. Wow. He said that. Wow. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. When did everyone forget how to be human beings, dude? <laughs> We're in, we live in society. Dude, that's why you got to watch this. That's why you got to watch the comedy at home with the only person that you care about yourself. Because I only went because it was David Chappelle, and like I may never be in a room with him again. Like it was really. And have you seen sounds, Dave Chappelle before? No. Oh, I've seen I've seen him three times. I would go again. He's one of the best. But I haven't seen the biggest theater I've seen him in was two thousand seats, and you probably were at what is ten thousand, fourteen thousand. 20 20,000 people Jesus Christ Bridgestone Arena Some people are just slicing the cheddar off the fucking wheel dude Some people are fucking getting a knife and slicing the cheddar chunky slice by chunky slice and putting it in the bank And he guess what you, guess it. what you and me aren't doing That We're Nibbling away on the little corner of the wheel, like nibble, 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 like a mouse. I'm fine with it, though. I'm I not. love my life, dude. I want to get my knife out and I want to chunk off a big old chunky block of that cheddar. Well, he talked about it. He 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 said someone asked him. He said a young comic asked him at the comedy store. He was there doing a set or, or hanging out or whatever. Someone cornered him and said, "How do you do it?" And Dave Chappelle was like, how do I do what? And they're like, how do you like come up with all this and generate all this? And he made a joke where he's like, well, first of all, I'm not telling this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm telling this white <laughs> motherfucker. But then uh, then he goes, I'll t- he goes, I don't know how I do it, but I can tell you how it feels. He goes, you want to know how it feels? He's like, and this is true. I feel like a god. <laughs> I was like, fuck. He was like, I feel like a god. And I'm standing on top of a mountain. And below me is a valley of souls. And all of those souls are jokes. And they keep going, tell me tell me and i told all the i told the valley of joke souls i can't tell all of you i can only tell some of you all you trans jokes are coming with me (laughs) (laughs) dude that's such a good joke and there was oh like, he, he only did like he only did like two trans jokes uh in the set and they were mostly about kind of all the heat he's gotten oh know? yeah he because you know he went hard in the paint the last couple of years but another thing that he said that i thought was so profound is he was talking about he was talking about his life you know he was talking about a kid on the front row he's like how old are you and he's like the kid's like 19 he's like is that your girlfriend Oh, no, he goes, how old are you? He's 19. He's like, oh, I bet you just jerk. He's like, thank you for co- taking the time out of your busy schedule jerking off to come to my show. He's like, who's that with you, your girlfriend? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, how old is she? And he's like, oh, 18? He's like, well, great. Now I have something to jerk off to later. <laughs> but, anyway, he was, he was, but anyway, he was like, oh, you know, front row at the Dave Chappelle show. You know, that's, that's not an easy ticket to get, you know? And he was talking about how he was like, I dreamed this day. He's like. He, he did this whole bit about like, I'm in my dream. I'm living a dream and I'm in my dream. And he told this story about how he, he's like, sometimes I like to like get stoned and go to like a nightclub and be incognito. He's like, and I saw this guy that was the king of the fucking nightclub, bottle service, chicks all around him, dancing. He's like, and I realized I was living in his dream 
it was such an interesting thing he was talking about, but he was, he looked around at the Bridgestone. It was sold out. He was like, I dreamed this when I was 14. He's like, he's like the most powerful dream in the room will win. It was pretty good shit, dude. Like there were long, I don't know what it was like when you saw him, but there were large chunks of it that weren't necessarily funny. No, he's, he's a philosopher. He's kind of taken Mark Twain's spot. He's a, he's the comedian philosopher of our time. And uh, I don't think there's anybody yeah. better. No, uh, when it comes to that kind of stuff, he's really, truly the king of all of that. But how about him? Let's break down that joke where he's. Ta- I mean, he's basically he is the king of the castle, and he just goes up to this guy and goes, "I want to fuck your bitch," in front of twenty thousand people. And the guy, I guarantee you, the kid laughed. The 19-year-old kid was like, ha ha, that's funny. But when you break it down, that's what he's saying. And it's <laughs> like, that's like some, that's like the dog going up to the other dog and peeing on the dog going, I'm the alpha dog. Just, well, let, let's get that straight right now. We just watched this uh, four-part documentary series on Netflix on chimps, chimpanzees. Which oh, is yeah, that closest. chimp empire, dude. That's all you need to know about humanity right there. Chimp empire, it's all you need to know. Dude, it's it. It's this whole This whole society thing, all these rules that we have, all these like agreements that, look, I'm not going to kill you, and you're not going to kill me, and we're going to not steal stuff, and blah, blah, blah. Just watch chimp empire, because that's <laughs> all we are. We're a little smarter, but we're that. And if we didn't have these little agreements that are backed up by armies and police and whatever, it's it would just be chimp empire, dude. Straight up. I think we're like really always just a few little things away, like big we're things. Not, we're not. We're not. A, we're not away. That's what we are. No, no, we are that. But I'm. But saying- we're pretending, and now we're in right. this. It, now we're in this land. This dumb land that we're living in now, where people, and it's young people, let's just call it what it is. It's mostly young people. There's a few older people that believe this bullshit, but it's mostly young people that want to make believe that we're not chimp empire and that everything is just a make believe fantasy story that we're going to tell each other and we're all going to like say it over and over again. We're going to say, look, this is me. See, I'm this and I'm that. Uh uh. Chimp Empire. <laughs> right? Dude, how much of the time when you were watching Chimp Empire were you just looking in the eyes of those chimpanzees? I was just looking into the eyes of the chimpanzees. Well, you look at it and you're like, they know everything. Well, that's it's just they're human they're us. They're us, just a few tiny intellectual steps down from us but their feelings and what they go through and what they're doing that's us we just have more make-believe stuff than they do like we we have you know we've we've built up these giant societies that you need some structure otherwise it'd be chaos all the time yeah yeah all right so I'm going to wheel all the way around back to the British stuff do we have time or do we need to save it for the no we've got plenty of time we got six minutes so here's what I was thinking, because when I was growing up, I had real, I had a real strong British accent, but I couldn't do a fucking Australian accent for shit, dude. But now my Australian game is strong. I, mate, my Australian game 
is strong, mate. Eh? Like, it sounds like I'm from Melbourne because my Australian game is, like, legit strong. But when I try to do British now, it's like I'm trying to get two magnets of the same polarity. You know what I mean? You can't, I can't, because here's my British accent. It's like this, but it wants to keep going over into the Australian. It wants to keep sliding over there to Australia. I can't keep it in England. No, I can't do a Scott. We're going to need my mean. I can keep it Scott. But Scott is not English, so they say. It's Scott. Scott's English. It's a different thing, mate. We're going to need my mean, my It's a different thing. Also, you may have noticed in that Scots accent, I fucking crossed the pond and now I was in New Zealand because it's easy to go from Scots to New Zealand. Anyways, I can travel just using accents. But good luck getting to London, son, with my accent travel package. You're looking accent uh, king now. I mean, I'm an accent. uh, Look, you want to go to Italy? It's a no problem. <laughs> Fred Flintstone in <laughs> dude, Italy. Dude, if you're, if you're listening to this podcast and you heard me do that, you'd be like, where am I? Is there a fucking boat outside my window? Is there a fucking boat with a dude with a fucking striped shirt and a fucking oar in his hand? Because goddamn, that shit was Italian. It's the man that beat the boob. I do have something I want to talk about in the Secret Weekly about Russell Brand, though. I'm putting a little oh, shooting the dude, flare. Did he get canceled? Did he get canceled well, the fuck out? Well, we talked about it on the last episode, and there was some speculation about whether or not it was a total hit piece. Like, right? Did you do a little more? Did you like an assassination? A little more digging on it. I did. And what'd you find out? <sighs> scary it's scary stuff he's being taken he's being taken out and do you think it's like he's being taken out like people it's a hit piece or do you think it's because it's real no i think he's being taken down i i think maybe he did do these things but they're not pressing charges it's 15 years old there's no way to prove it or disprove it you know and like youtube demonetizes like he's getting taken he's getting taken down He's getting wiped out. YouTube demonetized his channel? Why? 28, 28 million followers. They've never done anything like that. Because he's getting wiped out. He's getting taken down. Holy shit, dude. And what's their reasoning for that? Because he's a rapist or he's a sexual abuser. They're, take, they're suddenly deciding to take moral stances on their content creators. Which, I mean... That's where does that where That's does that weird. End? Well, yeah, where does that end? I mean, you're going to morally investigate everyone who makes content on YouTube. They they don't do that. They're not a they're not a moral entity. They're a corporation. Wow. But they demonetize his ass. It's kind of unprecedented. Wow, I don't even know what to make of that. He's being he's being snuffed out, dude. We can talk about it more. We actually got to split into this year. We it, hopefully that titillized everyone. Uh, we appreciate everyone listening. Thanks for thanks to my wife for writing in about fecal materials. If you want to join us on the Secret Weekly, it's patreon.com slash IOK. You can always write emails in bobandclint at gmail.com. 
We're going to go now and dig into this Russell Brand shit. Bye. 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 <laughs>